The following is a Powder Keg production. Welcome to Halloween Tour Watch Party. What is it? I think it's Powder Keg Halloween Watch Party 2020. And we're back. We just finished Insidious 3. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Connor Farrell. I'm Cassie Randall. And I'm Rachel Watkins. Ruff! And I'm Nugget! He is here. Oh my. <laughs> that, he does sound like that. <laughs> so yeah, Insidious 3. We, uh, we were so excited we had to continue... Yeah, we should do the summary first, huh? Like a brief synopsis. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> Would you like to just say one, or do you want to? Or did you look one? one up? I have the full plot open. That might be a little too much to read. I was trying to store it away because I knew we were going to do this. So um, it's a couple of years before the first Insidious, Dalton's haunting. And Elise is trying to retire because she's being, she, oh, it's too dangerous, too dangerous. And then this girl comes to her and says, I want to talk to my mom. And Elise says, don't talk to the dead. And, of course, this girl keeps talking. Her name's Quinn. She keeps talking to the dead and then brings, because if you talk to one of the dead, all of the dead can hear you. That was a creepy line. Got a yeah. short plot. Yeah, I got a summary. Uh, so, and th- this is a prequel. When teenager Quinn Brenner uh, senses that her late mother is trying to contact her, she seeks help from gifted psychics, uh, uh, psychic Elise Rayner. However, Elise's tragic past makes her reluctant to use her abilities after Quinn is attacked by a malevolent entity. Her father pleads with Elise for help. With support from two parapsychologists, Elise ventures deep into the further, where she finds a powerful demon with an insatiable craving for human <laughs> souls. Uh, otherwise known as the Bane Demon. The man who can't breathe. He wears a mask. I'm in Insidious 3. Yes. we gotta, we got to kill the air conditioner. So uh, this is the first movie where the, the opening uh, title sequence scared me. Mm-hmm. Where uh, it's just... Zooming out, and then the insidious words, pow, yeah, uh, in a real powerful way, and I was walking around, and and it made me jump. And I think I had it up way too loud, because it was so quiet, I was like, I don't know, I don't know if I have this on mute, let me turn it up, so it was very loud when insidious struck. Um, And then, um, we all... Jumped. I jumped more in this movie than I ever have in anything ever before. Um, I haven't <laughs> seen this one, so it was... Oh, so you had never seen this one? Oh and you oh haven't my. seen the fourth one then either? Nope. Ooh. Okay. Or the soon-to-be-released next year fifth one, Ooh. if they release it. Yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong, but in the opening scene, the teenager goes to visit Elise, mm-hmm. and Elise is telling her that... Elise is wearing her little robe. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, she looks very intentionally kind of weak and scared and... Nervous in her home. Thank you mm-hmm. for my Coke Cola. <laughs> yeah, and um, uh, I I wrote down that the uh, the teen girl when Lisa's is telling her she can't help her, and then she starts to, and then gets scared, mm-hmm. and uh, she's giving her a look like you lying old bitch. 
tell by your uh, hair that you lie. You're not going <laughs> to help me? Fuck you. Your house looks like shit. Why she do you got didn't leave? have her scarf on. Yeah. She didn't have her power scarf. She did not have her magical scarf of psychic further power. Mm-hmm. Like your place is covered in cobwebs. <laughs> yeah. sucks. I love the style of your house. There's just <laughs> junk everywhere. She's like, I'm sorry I couldn't help you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry this. Smash. Turns over the jukebox. <laughs> um. So And then... uh. Okay, so, <laughs> so <laughs> she, Gather your she wants to be an actor, and I guess we, we know that because she's got posters on her wall of different plays, and she's trying to memorize these lines. I guess the morning of her big dream school audition, she's just then trying to memorize the lines, and then she gets up there on the stage after the creepy guy waves from, you know, the flies. Hold on, before we get there. <laughs> Her dad. Her dad in that opening scene. (laughs) I was right. It's Dermot Mulroney. Yeah. Yeah. The guy with the face and the hair. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But it's like, it's so stiff, the interaction between her and her dad, that it's like. That had to be the first day of shooting. Yeah. It must have been like, do you know what a dad is? (laughs) I don't know. He's just like, no one likes you. You think anyone cares about it? You're weird. You're so mean to her. This is my whoop ass face. And And then he's like, take care of my son. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You're selfish. Yeah. yeah. You'll never find true love. And then the, uh, <laughs> and then when she goes to the brother's room, it was just me or does it go from zero to 100, like, immediately? Yeah, I'm going to go tell dad. Well, and what? then he jumps up. Yeah. Like, uh, he gets whooped is mm-hmm. what's implied there. Yeah. Get, get away from me. Get out of my room. But when he was just laying there not moving, I thought, oh, he's the possessed one. It's Dalton again. Mm. Pre-Dalton. Pre-Dalton. <laughs> Always the little boys. Yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Said the Catholic priest. Oh, no. Um, uh, so, 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 yeah, now we're at the auditorium. She, she auditions in this gorgeous space. She gets up there, and she just starts doing her lines, and then she takes a step to the left, and then a step to the right. And she pulled her knees in tight. She did the pelvic thrust. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yes, really drove her insane. You can be a backup dancer. Yeah. But I was like, okay, so this is your big dream school. You haven't memorized the lines. You don't have a character figured out. And you certainly haven't worked on blocking. And then you'd forget your line halfway through. And then you're all upset that you blew it. What did you expect, Quinn? <laughs> And spoiler alert, I definitely thought it was going to end with her, like, going to Juilliard. (laughs) Just being like, what? Yeah, yeah. It does not end that way. (laughs) Thank God. Okay, yeah. Uh, But but before the audition, so we're uh, we're revealed uh, this ghost that's following her or whatever. So she looks Mm -hmm. up in the behind the curtains of the catwalk. Yeah, and this thing is waving at it. I thought that was a very – they didn't use music or anything to heighten Mm -hmm. it. It was just uh, creepy and um, unsettling. So then after the audition – and the dialogue is kind of strange, too, between her and her friend and the other friends and stuff. Uh, Lesby friends. Yeah. Where's the nearest Jesus camp? Who are these guys? Do you know them? <laughs> you know how kids interact? Yeah, no? And it, anyway. Uh, and then there's a, a big shocking uh, oh scene there. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think we all lost our minds. Or was it just me? Because I thought that the was car, The car? Yeah. Oh, man, that was so well handled. That's the first note that I made. I said, I think I screamed, oh, my God, at the car accident. I've never done that ever. <laughs> yeah, so her, her friend comforts her because she blew the, uh, the audition. By not preparing. Then, uh, her, her, her friend <laughs> is walking to her car, and she's kind of watching her and then looks over, sees the waving man again, and then a car hits her. 
It's completely unexpected. Who's who's driving this car? She's been just standing motionless in the road for who knows how long. They just there's no talk of lawyers because <laughs> obviously this guy needs to go to prison. Yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Like, this person was not paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I mean the Law and Order episode of this. Yeah, well, dun, dun. I mean the right. I don't know what the laws are in Australia, but Lee Wannell is from a place where the laws might be different. Mm. <laughs> Love you, Lee Wano. Um, so you made a comment, Connor, about uh, there was just the guy up there uh, in the catwalk, and there was no music. He was just there, and it was creepy. And I made this note, slow burn. It's like, I know this is supposed to be a scary movie, and damn you for making me pay attention <laughs> to a narrative like it's a normal movie and letting me let my guard down mm-hmm. because I had so... And then even the light switching on makes me jump, exclamation point, (laughs) exclamation point. The click of the light. I've never had so many jump scares ever, 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 ever. Yeah, there was a point where I wasn't, uh, I was starting to not even have fun anymore. I was like, (laughs) how much longer is left in this movie? (laughs) These jump scares are... But that's good because the last one you said you were you'd gotten used to it already. Yeah, and so Lee was like, "Bitch, I'll show you." Bitch, I'll show you. (laughs) I'm from a place with different laws. (laughs) You come from a land down under. (laughs) Uh, But we don't got (laughs) the same laws. (laughs) But um, I also noticed. um, I was starting to notice, but you remember that rotating ceiling shot? That mm-hmm. made, that was really cool. But I noticed his camera movements. I really like James Wan, you know, how he's always following around. Lee Wannell kept his shots. There were still some really great slow pushes in and slow moves, but he kept all of his stuff so controlled and tight. And, like, it just felt so claustrophobic and trapped. And so it kind of felt like with all of the scares, I felt like I was trapped in a roller coaster and I had no idea when it was going to start or when it was going to stop or what the turns were going to be. Um, so I just noticed that he did a, had a different visual style than James uh, one. And I like both of them, but this one was just so very different. I thought it really worked for all those jump scares because uh, I've never did, done that much. <laughs> Um, and then I also have, uh, oh, my foot fell asleep because I was so tense. <laughs> I was I was balled up so hard and I didn't want to move. And then speaking of feet, uh, when she's on the floor looking under the bed and then the demon's walking around with a sloppy feet and we see the actor doing it and he just, uh, he purposefully lays from the heel all the way up so to the toe. Kind of flops, and she's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like. Man, this poor foot actor. <laughs> like, how many times did they want? No, try it again. Try. No, creepier. Creepier. Hey, uh, Lee, am I going to have any lines? Like, no, you're just a man who doesn't breathe. Uh, people only hire me for my floppy feet. <laughs> um, so whenever she comes back from the, uh, the hospital, she's got her legs broken and stuff, and her dad comes into her room, and he's like, I got everything you like. Like, this is an awesome opportunity. <laughs> And he just says, uh, you books. know, books. Yeah. <laughs> My thought was like, what? What good books? He's just like, uh, here's War and Peace. <laughs> I read that once. You might like it. It'll take you a while. Oh, uh, this is uh, Adult Magazine. This is Dad. Actually. Sorry. <laughs> How'd that get in there? <laughs> I'm lonely since your mom died. So, that with him and his dad character, I get that. The mom died a year and a half ago, and he's really struggling to try to get by and take care of these two kids, and that's why probably he's relying on her so much to do so much. 
But I'm like, it was a year and a half ago. You're still acting like it's like you're a crazy, crazy person. And it's, I feel like, I don't know, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm being. Um, they tried to justify it briefly when Quinn says to him, you're just keeping chaos around. Oh. But that's it. That's all that's okay. ever said. All right. Plus he had his busy job at the coverall factory. Like yeah. <laughs> just wearing coveralls and you never know who, who does it, what for a living. I can't, because he's there and he's talking about the wiring wasn't done right and he's in his coveralls and so and then. Yeah, we never know anything about his job ever, except he's taking a lot of time off when her legs are broken. Okay. <laughs> and yet he's still never home. Yeah. He's like, hey, uh, Pumpkin, we need your legs to heal up so you can get the boy to school. I need help. He's constantly he's leaving her alone in that room where she was attacked by a demon. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, um. Uh, whenever, um, when she, when she, and please stop, I'm just going through my notes, so please stop me if I'm jumping well, I'm trying ahead. to think narratively where we're at, because So, she, uh, knocks on the wall. Oh, yeah. Are we there yet? Uh, yeah, I think this is, uh, well. I'm kind of jumping around, yeah. sorry. That was probably before she broke her legs, because she had to climb. Oh, oh, yeah, so she's laying in bed, and she's knocking on the wall. Uh-huh, and she thinks, and she thinks that, that it's, it's her boyfriend. boy next door who has a crush on her. Oh, yeah, who signs yeah, cause way she up on the cast. thigh. <laughs> yeah. To remind her of her tragic accident. <laughs> uh, good old casties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she forced, yeah. It was weird that she forced her dad to call one cast Alex and the other one Nathan. <laughs> that was strange. Like, They're going to be my friends, Dad. I'm alone in this room. <laughs> no yeah, you know Nathan likes Cheetos, and she's stuffing them oh down my God. in her cast. Well, she had enough like, room because... Your leg smells <laughs> gross. Yeah, yeah, they're loose casts. Loose casts smell like cheese inside. It sucks for the actress. Every day she showed up, and they had to put a real cast on her leg. It's like, oh, they boy. Do, you can take this out. They do that for Dear Evan Hansen. What's that? Of the musical, where the guy has a cast. They put a real one on oh. him every day. Oh, every day? Oh, wow. Ugh. Sorry. Cut a little musical theater noise. No, that's cool. <laughs> no. That's cool. We need that. Um, so yeah, she sends a text. She's knocking. She's getting answers back from, the, and, and she's like, "Oh, I think it's that guy who has a crush on me." Mm-hmm. And she says, smiling. "I can stop traffic." Yeah, yeah. So she sends him a text, and uh, I forget what she asked him. Did I wake you? Did up? I wake you up? Oh, did yeah. I wake you up? Mm-hmm. And he's like, Tapping no, on the wall. I've I'm been dead home. for thirty years. <laughs> I'm not even home. I'm I at my did. grandma's. I didn't sign Jan Cast. <laughs> he's a typer, not a writer. <laughs> like, who the hell? She realized she was texting the wrong person. <laughs> they had to remove that scene. Like, ah, it was it was grown up dancing boy. <laughs> yeah. oh, Rachel's favorite. You should have seen her big smile. <laughs> but what Cassie said is what actually happened. He said, "No, I met my grandma's." Yeah, and yeah, she was yeah. like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that and then, was. And then she gets attacked by the the creepy foot actor guy. Yeah, that's what kicks <laughs> off. Like, because he throws her off the yeah. bed, and those are some intense jump scares. And then, and then. Now you're lingering in the room where she's laying there and she can't move her neck because she hurt her neck. And he's walking around, shutting the door. Shutting the doors, closing the windows, turning off the laptop lights so she's freaking out. As and his hand just keeps shooting out of the top of the frame, like all over the place. You remember? Mm-hmm. Ugh. And I think we all knew when, I think I said this last time, but we all know when something scary is going to happen. Yeah. You can tell. And still, we're jumping out of our skin. Yes. They, just, they dial the sound up so high. That yeah. It's like, uh, so be I d- great in a theater, but it's rough <laughs> when you have neighbors. The way I try to protect myself to hopefully not jump, and also so maybe you guys don't see how nervous I'm getting, <laughs> is I'll just squint my eyes. 
<laughs> like as if I'm getting further back. Like, oh, I, I would do that too. Um, back when I was trying to be cool, when I would watch uh, scary movies, and I would just tense myself up. Like, you're not gonna get me. You're not gonna get me. Hmm. I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> we did hear a very very mm-hmm. powerful reaction from you in this movie. Yeah, when I laughed at all the funny jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, Insidious 3 did things to Connor I've never seen before. Yeah, I had to change my pants twice. <laughs> and it was not number one. It was number two and three. <laughs> oh, and so three. I, I found out I'm into stuff I didn't know. Like. <laughs> yeah. The stinkiest number three in the biz. Um... Uh, um, when uh, she is possessed and she's breaking oh, her, really casts. jumping ahead. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's my next note. I want to talk about. I want to talk about the foley of that, and then oh yes, um, the homage I think to a couple of uh, horror films in that scene. So that's what I want to talk about next. So well, we have the situation where uh, at Elise's house, she wakes up and writes down the name. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm jumping too far ahead, but then she decides she wants to try to help again. Um, there's that great scene where we see that she has a key around her neck mm-hmm. that goes to the reading <laughs> the, room door that's locked. Extreme close-up of the key with the pull focus, and it's like, oh, I'm glad that we... It's an old-timing key. It's made important. it very clear, yeah. It's oh, a yeah. That cool. is I use a key like that for my apartment. Mm. You do? Oh, cool. Yeah, it's the, very old. The little mini skelly? Yeah. <laughs> it's a little mini skelly. <laughs> so she decides she's going to try to help uh, from her position. I, was she looking for her mom or something, I think? Yeah. 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 And she's wandering around the house, wandering. Uh, she is looking now in the, no, she's in her house. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And, and you, you see the entity or whatever that's in there before she, she comes to, and then she starts walking around the house. Sees that the uh, doorway to her reading room, which she locked and doesn't intend on using again, has been opened, and the key is there, which she keeps around her neck. So then she's kind of worried about that. She's reaching down inside her shirt and grabbing around looking for her key. Yeah. <laughs> And then she, uh, but she's pepping herself up, saying she is not going to be afraid <laughs> of this thing. Grabs a flashlight. I've had, de- I've down. beaten Look, demons like you. She's following the molasses footsteps mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. we see oh, yeah. many a time. Yeah, yeah she she that. touched it and she goes, "That's good molasses." <laughs> Sweet. I, I did expect <laughs> Quinn. You start scooping up into a jar. There's a jar. I'm going to make some this. cookies later. Oh. Ooh, I'm going to be rich. <laughs> I Thanks, did ex- demon. <laughs> I did expect Quinn's dad when he stuck his finger in it. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Just the way he yeah. scooped it looked yeah. like he was going to I know, what a freak. <laughs> He's in a random apartment, especially in the age of COVID. You never touch him random <laughs> footprint stuff. That guy's not a detective. He works at coverall. I place. just remembered because I made a COVID joke. Why did she say she can't taste anything? Oh, That's yeah. just such a throwaway. Now that I think about it, well, because wasn't wouldn't Is that she just something be sick that happens when you're stressed? possessed? I don't. I, I think that's just her being a whiny teenager. Like, <laughs> and I can't even taste dramatic. anything because oh. she's an actor. As her friend Maggie told. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> so she goes down into her reading room, and it was a terrifying uh, uh, oh, yeah, sequence where yeah. you see the f- these footprints go up the wall. 
And, and, and I'm like, why? If, if I was her, of course I wouldn't be like holding the light so close to the feet that you don't see any sort of peripheral <laughs> stuff. Like that's, that's how I'm going to hunt something. Like get real close to everything. But of course it works tremendously for them, the terrifying uh, oh, jump yeah. scare. And I, I was thinking, oh, I hope that's the biggest jump scare of the movie. Mm-mm. 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 You silly, silly boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not the one that, that got him. Yeah, I don't remember which one that was. Well, Probably we'll get there. It. it was when they looked out in the backyard and uh, Wilson was like, howdy ho, neighbor. Oh <laughs> I'm jacking it behind this fence. That's horrifying. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. you made, a, you made a good point, uh, or you made a funny uh, point, and she's running up the stairs and, like, completely uh, beside herself. Like, you told it you weren't scared. Yeah, now it knows. <laughs> You're very scared. You liar. We can tell by your hair that you lie. Uh, oh, speaking of hair, uh, Carl comes back, and I think his goatee is real this time. We, we, n- we talked about that. That one looked oh, yeah. good. Carl had better goatee, gives Elise a pep talk. Yeah. So much so, I don't know if y'all saw me pick my phone up. I <laughs> had to Google if it was the same actor. Oh, He just looked so different to me. Yeah, I was, I was like, convinced. They, they must have used a significant amount of old age makeup or something, Maybe. and the glasses, too. Yeah. But also, even like his hair looked a little different. I was like, I don't think this is the same guy. But sure it enough, it was, was him. Wow. Yeah, it was him. So then the, uh, do they, uh, Elise comes over first, and then they try the boys out, right? No, the boys are there first. Mm-hmm. Because the brother. Oh, no, the dad goes to visit right, Elise, right. and Elise yeah. is like, I can't do it. And then the brother. I want molasses? <laughs> $50 a, a jar. It's from ghosts. <laughs> That's how you know it's good. It's ghost molasses. There's ghost molasses. There's gold in them ghosts. Oh, y'all, we forgot to mention an entire character. Oh, the old lady? Yeah. Yeah. What was her name? I think it was Gladys. Gladys, yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, She's like, the man who can't breathe, who lives in the vents. That was a great creepy device. Yeah, because we're supposed to understand that she's crazy and she doesn't know what she's saying. And I was like, "Uh uh-uh. She knows exactly what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I was... So when her husband was so sad that she was gone, I I wonder if... I was like, that's a really good, like, opening. Okay, I want to contact my wife. And so wouldn't he also be in a good spot to bring in ghosts and demons? But then I guess that'd be too many. (laughs) Too many ghosts. I didn't, I wasn't, I wrote down, I'm not really crazy about the weird-looking monsters. I like it when, I liked the, like, scary people ghosts. And so having them be monsters, it's really, really scary, obviously, because I jumped and screamed a lot. But it also felt like yeah, kind uh, of the, amusement theme park. Yeah, the man uh, without the breathing thing, like it looked very creepy and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, it, yeah, there's something creepier about just these old-fashioned people, like uh, human-looking people, yeah, <laughs> uh, versus um, even even like the... The gooey the faceless face. girl and oh, stuff, yeah. uh, you know, because then you can almost see the CGI yeah. versus like I was thinking, oh, they, if they would have done that with makeup, that might have looked really cool. Because the makeup looked so good in the last movie. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of the faceless girl, remember when she goes in to save Quinn and Quinn has no feet, no hands and no face. And yet she's running down the hall yeah, on her, her little feet, ankle yeah. stumps. Mm-hmm. How is that possible? I wrote that down. How's she going to run on ankle stumps? I wrote that down. Bust them up. Bust up them ankle stumps. Uh, Bust them stumps. So go back to what 
since we've jumped so far ahead, mm-hmm. go back to when she the breaks casts. her cast. Yeah. Okay. So that was brutal. I've that never seen so anything rough. like it. So after Elise says she can't do it, then uh-huh. uh, the the brother knows these paranormal guys on on YouTube. What's up? Somebody's popping. Oh, I thought you were just like kicking your foot. Yeah, somebody's cords popping. I'll cut this out. <laughs> Leave it. <in. laughs> oh, wait. We got to turn. Popping pills? No. Is this off? Oh, okay. Yeah, nobody's on that mic. Uh, it's just the three of us. Oh, uh, yeah. So then they hire the two ghost hunter guys we know. Because the brother knows their mm-hmm. YouTube channel. What's their YouTube channel? It's really Spectral there. Spectral sighting. It's really on YouTube. <laughs> and then, uh, th- so they show up and, and they're uh, telling them how they're going to record what, what happens and, and, and stuff. And, uh, and he's got that great oh. mohawk with the little L sideburns pointing oh, to the back of so his head. <laughs> <laughs> and in case we missed it, these are the same paranormal investigators yeah. from the first two. Specs this is the Tucker. first time we the first time that they meet Elise and they do da 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 da. Yeah. And, and this is kind of where they, they he started like because there were so many intense jump scares that then they started to introduce new elements to try to scare us. So mm. now we've got this night vision a headset that she's going to wear and they're going to stay up all night and watch and see what she sees, which then now allows for a new sort of way to creep you out. That which whole is, sequence was great. Yeah. They, they, they're watching through the screen. It seems like she's gotten up and is moving around. And, uh, then the, uh, Lee Wannell, the one that he plays, he's going to go investigate with the light. And then you can see the light on the screen while he's doing it. So that was very cool. And then, uh, everything just goes, goes bonkers where and the whole time and they say it she can't be moving because her legs are broken mm-hmm. and yet we can see the cameras moving around the house mm-hmm. and so then it's revealed that she's possessed mm-hmm. and then she goes apeshit and there she kicks the she, she's, mohawk she's, dude with her casted yeah. leg and then she's got a wrench and she's just wailing on everybody else she she i she she, she needs to be in action movies how's that guy going <laughs> down with a cast kick yeah, the well, cast kick to the leg. Was it was Tucker. It later, it was yeah. Tucker. So <laughs> Tucker's Tucker, too. who's always eating, <laughs> he comes in eating this blue cupcake. Sounds <laughs> like a hot pocket cupcake. Yeah. Um. Uh, and, oh, let's go ahead. Oh no. Uh. So just her smashing her leg against the bed. I've never seen anything like that. It was brutal so and, heavy intense. and intense. It was great. And then she it's was breaking both of her casts. Yeah, her off of her frame. legs. Our dad's just watching, and then. Uh, you're thinking uh, are, maybe her legs are healed? No, no. it's revealed that no. they're not. She's all like wobbly. She's wobbling, and you hear the crunching of her bones. So, what do you think it was? I wrote down. I was like, I can hear cracking walnuts. You know, and recording the sound of cracking nuts. I was thinking was like, cracking <laughs> eggshells. Yeah. I read that the way they got that sound no was way. when someone was asleep in a hospital, they just rolled their leg around. Oh, my God. You sound. thought you were going to give can, us something real. No. Rolled their you broken can tell leg. he's making it up when he gets that look in his eye. And they had that splintered <laughs> leg, and they rolled it. Uh, I hate you. Um, <laughs> it, it was hard to even listen to, let it alone. Was, it was, I was gross. I was getting grossed out. It yeah. was gross. Um, and then my, my next notes are... Uh, after the uh, horror climax and at the emotional climax. So I will wait on that. Dun, dun. This is where we put in our sponsors. (coughs) Brought to you by Papa John's. Uh, I'm not (laughs) sure where, uh, we might have already (laughs) skipped it, but the scene where where they're above the room, 
where the father goes with her. Oh yeah, when she gets yeah, dragged she the up there, ceiling, and that had an intense jump scare. Mm-hmm. I think that was maybe the one that got you the most. Where <laughs> talk about when they looked out the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the molasses feet, and then so the, looking out the, the window, the dad looks. Yeah. Oh, he jumped. The demon easy. takes her upstairs, and she's in the room up there, and she's screaming, and dad runs up, and yeah, and then they look out the window, and what happened? Well, but I said this when we were watching it. it they kept showing them looking out the windowsill, and so I'm just waiting for the window to come crashing down. Instead... Completely misdirected. The demon yeah. tries to pull her out the window. I, so I have this here. Who is this demon? Because we know who the people are. He used to live in the room above her. A demon he, did? No, 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 no the, the real guy. And now he's a demon. And he died there. Oh, and then he got possessed by a demon, or he became a demon when he, he died? He became a demon. He's, oh. a, he's one of and the vengeful ones. trying to draw ones. people down, yeah, because yeah, he... He's, he. A, he's not one of the ones who takes a body to become alive again. He's the one who takes people oh. into the dark. It is not a place of pure souls. Correct. He's in <laughs> outer darkness, and we should have a whole podcast about that kind of stuff. What happens next, Connor? <laughs> Credits? <laughs> no, no, no. No, then no. Elise, so the uh, dad gets furious because the guys are like, Elise we're way out of our up. league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. So, so the dad is trying to kick the guys out in just an amazingly acted scene. <laughs> he thinks they're frauds because they're like, this is out of our wheelhouse. And so he's like, you what, fakers! What are you, internet pranksters? What are you, Ashton Kutcher? Where's MTV cameras? <laughs> oh, and then Alex, what are who's you obsessed with them, the little oh, yeah. son comes in and is like, no! Oh, yeah, yeah, he's, he's got <laughs> their back. they heroes! <laughs> they wear capes, Dad! <laughs> And then Elise is just there in the hallway. Yeah, well, so. she's got really bad timing. I have some notes that about means, that during the climax. <laughs> that insinuates that the dad just leaves his front door unlocked. Probably. She's, she has a demon to open it for no, her. No, she uses that mini skelly. It's like a world master it's key. A master key. Mm-hmm. She's like, from lockers to doors, I can always get what I want. And diaries. Yeah. Now that the demons take it when I wear it around my neck... I keep it in my butt. Oh, <laughs> can I interest you in molasses? <laughs> we forgot to mention why Elise decided to come back and help. She has this moment with her dog where she says, okay, I'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Warren. That's it. That's, yeah. that's just what makes her go back. And they didn't even have like the dog acting scene where it like goes, mm, or something like that. It's, it's just, literally just in a right, bed in I'll the corner. Do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but do you want to mention the dog's name? Oh, yeah, Warren. Mm hmm. Why is that interesting? And Lorraine Warren. The yeah. mother from the other two is named Lorraine, and mm-hmm. and they go on to make The Conjuring about Ed and Lorraine. Yeah, they're ghost yep. hunters, yeah. So. We yep. saw nice. what you're doing there. You're cornering the market. <laughs> so then uh, they're all like, okay, we're going to do this power circle. We're going we're gonna to hook up. Uh, yeah. We're going to hook oh, up. Elise had visited earlier. There's an orgy. We, we missed this. Elise had visited earlier. And she tried to help, and then that's when she saw the uh, oh, the bride yeah. in the black dress, uh, who we now know has been wanting to kill her. And somebody's mic cord is bumping. We just have a mess of wires now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we find out that Elise wanted to. Had quit helping people out because the uh, the uh, black bride, yeah, mm-hmm. 
uh, is trying to kill her. And, um, oh, that was the big jump scare for me later, mm-hmm. which is when Elise comes back. Uh, I'm going to help you out. <gasps> yeah, I do yeah, the little yeah. power circle. She starts coming through, and she is now like a badass bitch going through <laughs> and talking to ghosts and demanding them do stuff for her. Like, you, like, paint the walls. Show you, me. show me where the <laughs> guy who can't breathe is. And uh, so she sees a guy sitting on the side of her bed, mm-hmm. or, or his bed, in the room above where the family is, where the girl is being possessed. And then out of nowhere, the black bride well, it, it, comes it, out of her throat. It's and her husband, quote unquote. I'm just talking about the jump scare part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you, just some random dude the sitting on the bed. One that make our shit. Yeah. Yeah, so then she has a fight sequence with the black bride. Mm-hmm. Then goes back to address the but person sitting she, on the bed. and She then calls the black bride a bitch. So yeah. What does she say? Come on, bitch, or something like that. Yeah, and like does like bring the, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah like she the does. hand thing, yeah. which kind of made me cringe a little bit. But you know, in like the movie theater, everyone would be like, "Oh yeah!" Woo. Well, because yeah. then the black bride like scoots back and looks terrified of her. So then she uh, addresses the person sitting on the bed. Comes to find out that it it appears to be her deceased husband, who she's been mourning throughout the film, and then uh, he gives her the husband starts to <laughs> tell her to join. Uh, him in the further, you. yeah, and, and gives you, her a razor. <laughs> yeah, and you realize that oh, this is the uh, demon that is trying to draw people into the further, and uh, then she has a moment there too where she slits his throat. Yeah, it was great. So, did she just randomly off the cuff? Let's call it the further. Did she just come up with it? That's what they in implied. This movie? That's what they implied. Yeah. And that's not as cool as um, well, planning old, it out. Like it being the good part movie. about it, though was Lee Wannell saying, "Oh, that's a good name." I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which means, and he probably wrote it. Yeah, he was up on the back. <laughs> I love those little winks. It's like uh, in the last one when Tucker says, "Oh, terrible framing, terrible <laughs> framing for the the footage yeah. of Josh." I think, I think that's what makes these fun is that there's so many little things, especially now watching. The third one where you see games that have been played mm-hmm. over the Tucker course of several food. movies. Yeah, you mentioned The Shining again in this one. We saw it again. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there's, uh, yeah, what appeared to be a little nod where uh, the daughter, I forget her name. Quinn. Quinn, yeah. She's she's in a wheelchair outside of a door. Mm-hmm. And it, it almost looks like the same shot where the boy is on his tricycle looking up at room 231. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then she's like dead center in the uh, hallway, and she starts to wheel towards well, did you a red elevator carpet? door too. The carpet was very; it was a nod to the yeah, that yeah. pattern as well. And like in in center shot, very mm-hmm, yeah symmetrical. And then that was when the demon started wheeling her through I the know. hallway too. Oh. That was pretty terrifying. Like, and then tossed her out of the chair. There's oh. so many scary scenes. In <laughs> I just you remember when I said that the uh, camera work before was it was very controlled and didn't really move. We were in a visual cast because it just didn't move and it just kept us there. And we weren't free to move around the space like we did with James Wan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Revelation. <laughs> um, uh, when she has the crackling bone legs and then they and then she, she's like going up the wall and then they pound her on the uh, they like oh, slam her yeah. on the bed and then they tie her up. I was like, oh, exorcist. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought that that she was gonna stay and they were gonna do some kind of exorcism yeah. like thing. They don't, but yeah, I had that same yeah. thought. Yeah. It, instead, it kind of ends on like an emotional level where uh, Elise is. It must be this yeah, stand. I think so. Elise uh, 
realizes that she's more powerful because she got a pep talk from her friend Mm -hmm. and she's alive. So as she's rescuing Quinn from the man who can't breathe, uh, there's some fighting situation, kind of Matrix style. (laughs) And uh, she comes back to the circle, but Quinn got grabbed before coming back. And so now there's this emotional thing where uh, Elise is calling for the mother to help because Quinn is dying. And so I wonder if that's why they had so many jump scares and front loaded with a lot of horror sequences because they're going to end on, uh, you know, an emotional level. Yeah. But it, it, it probably would have been, I don't know. Because uh, it struck me as, because I'd mentioned it before, like how dare you uh, treat this like a normal movie where I'm paying attention <laughs> to a narrative and characters. Um, so I had that. It was pretty woven in between uh, the two throughout. I thought that it was well done. I hadn't seen anything really like it. Um, but at that moment when she's reaching out to the mom and you're like, what letter? And then she goes over and there's this letter that's never been referenced. That's coming from the old old lady who recently died was telling her, find the letter. Gladys. Oh, yeah, yeah. How does she know? And why was this never mentioned to us? I don't like it when there are plot devices like that. Like, here's the letter that's going to save it. She wanted her to see it on her graduation. It's like, we don't know that where's this coming from you're in the climax yeah like they could have just picked up a picture of the mom and it would have worked as well yeah so i thought yeah. that that was a bit it, it felt much. like they're like really reaching it like i was thinking man they're finding like more and more challenging ways to justify bringing people back from the <laughs> yeah um so i i have uh so that's the the climax like the horror climax i have thoughts um for the emotional climax go for it okay so i wrote Someone else is here. Bad, bad timing. It's literally 10 seconds after you finally beat the demon. That's been the horror this whole time because it's in the room with you. And she's like, we did it. Guess what? Someone's in the room. It's like, it's somebody who really wants to talk to you. It's like, yeah, she says it in a kind of a yeah, creepy way. It's I like, know. Come like, on, Elise. Like, feel ignoring the all room. the horrible stuff. Yeah. Like, read the room. Quinn's like, is it my mom? <laughs> yeah, but she wants to talk to your father. <laughs> she says she's furious that you started dating a week after she died. <laughs> she thinks that you're with that girl beforehand. Uh, and then, um, like, oh, she'll always be with you, standing beside you. It's like, wasn't that a scary thing that the friend said on Zoom? There's somebody standing right beside you. Um, so I don't know. Maybe it's supposed to be blending, uh, like, beautiful stuff and horrible stuff. There's a really fine line between it. But um, uh, my last note is, Mom was so proud of you. And I'm like, like <laughs> she wanted to see you. Oh, oh. Yeah, for failing was, at your audition. She was, she was there, there watching. watching you. And she then, missed the beginning because she was getting some snacks. But. <laughs> because it's up from her um, point of view, up in the like the cheap seats, the nosebleed, looking down at Quinn on the stage doing her little slight shift, failing, like bad acting. And, yeah. But your mom's so proud of you, and they show that footage of her completely bombing. This is very strange. <laughs> Your mom's so proud of you, failure. Well, it's, it's I mean, yeah. I, the letter thing, I think, was kind of forced, but at least they were foreshadowing that she was missing her mom. She, this has probably been a very emotional year, and yeah. things are hectic around the house. So I felt like at least it was kind of justified, and I don't mind them going for the emotional ending because at least it was foreshadowed. It didn't come completely yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah, that would but, suck. But, yeah, it was uh, – because then it's like – she. I guess – now she's replacing this horrible thing with this comfort thing that this mm-hmm. comfort comforting thing will be beside you. And Elise kind of like is like, you're not going to 
keep contact her. She's not going to stay, is she? And she's like, no. And Elise is probably like, don't contact her though either. Otherwise, <laughs> I already told I you. You'll invite lipstick, lipstick oh, face man. Oh, God. Yeah. We'll get to him. <laughs> yep. See, I you mentioned cancer, and I'm a sucker. If I had been drinking during this movie, I would have oh, cried yeah. in that Yeah, scene. I think it would really work for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People like me who are like, <laughs> yeah. So the final scene then? <laughs> The final uh, shot sh- frames the, the way they set it up for another movie. So Elise is, um, you know, uh, she she tells the boys, "Hey, we could go into business together. I want to live my life, not be afraid." I want you to dress up like missionaries. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole sequence was odd. It was odd. It was like, walk, "Hey, walk me to my car." Yeah. What do you say, boys? This is the third movie we've made, huh? It didn't make sense to me, and I said it as we were watching, where she was all sad with Carl before. This is all I have. That's all I am is to do this. And then all of a sudden, she's super happy to get back in the business. And she found her Well, she got her confidence back. Yeah, but I mean, Her power. She are... I don't know. It just seems kind of depressing to me. It's like, this is all I can do. Well, let me just do it till I die, you know? But... <laughs> yeah, I was just more bothered by how cheesy it was, yeah. like <laughs> winking at like the audience a whole lot. Yeah. Like, hey, what if we? Uh, and then they both take her by the elbows and hey. walk her to the car. Yeah, big guy. You ever eat a hot pocket? <laughs> you ever try one of those? <laughs> and then she's back at her house, grinning at everything like a weirdo, and her dog's like, she thanks her dog. <laughs> yeah, thanks for taking care of me. We didn't talk about the the smiling lady that you said you were gonna have oh. on. Yeah, good uh, let me see if i can remember what she says she she sings i've always wanted to know how i'll go tell me friend how i'll meet my end yeah. a uh, lot creepier than she's that got i don't even know smile and yeah, then she's just, just like pointing oh. her it, it stuck with me <laughs> i'll probably remember that for the rest of my life she didn't blink she didn't move her and the, the camera was coming down and it was panning like it's and good she kind of had some of the makeup that I feel like a lot of the people from the first two had yeah. that made them very exaggerated. Yeah. And so yeah. creepy, too. Just that simplistic, yeah. like, ugh. Yeah, I liked those more than, like, the, the sticky face Bane demon. Mm-hmm. I like those better. Yeah, there uh, there were shots where it looked, like, really cool special effects. But then when the mask came off, it looked cool, but I thought, it looks like they doctored it with some CGI, oh, maybe a little bit, too. Oh, little mouth? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so... But well, they CGI'd Elisa's cheeks, so <laughs> <laughs> they're very smooth. She's got all these wrinkles, but not on her cheeks. They're baby. very smooth, smooth as a baby's <laughs> bottom. <laughs> um, but speaking of CGI and um, <laughs> Rachel's cracking herself up. <laughs> I, I truthfully enjoyed the entire movie until that last second. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of. Uh, yeah, I was still no, all in for. No, not so much the makeup. We talked about that in the second one. The makeup was phenomenal. Um, The fake hair, not so much, but the makeup was great. And then so here in the very last shot, Rachel is dying inside right now. Like, why? (laughs) I enjoyed all 90 minutes except for that. 89 minutes I enjoyed. (laughs) Now, the difference is at the end of the second one, you were mad that we didn't get the scare. But in this case, it kind of doesn't work out. So she (laughs) thanks her dog. Sees that her cardigan, uh, I guess her going to bed sweater. It is was her husband. That was her husband's oh, her husband. vest. <laughs> yeah. And then she like, sweater. she thanks him <laughs> out loud. And I'm thinking, you've already warned, don't call don't. out to anyone yes. in the dead. And then the dog gets up and he's a little bit freaked <laughs> out. 
Yeah. And uh, you see a face in the distance, and that was creepy. That was creepy. And then you cut back to uh, Elise, and then you see like this Darth dollar Maul. dollar store version Kmart of version, Darth Maul. the lipstick monster. <laughs> where like even like the dark isn't dark enough, and so like you can like see his hair; it's kind of brown. It mm-hmm. looks like it just looks like he fucking slept wrong. Well, and, and then the, the red is not was bright. His red. Bald on top, and he only had hair on yeah, the side. It looked like a clown head. Is, is, we gotta <laughs> check that last scene out again. I don't want to see it again. You guys check it out. I'm gonna, and let me know. I'm gonna Google it. But um, so yeah, I was bothered in the second one because the first one did such a good job with that jump scare with taking the picture and then ah, and then it looks she looks at the picture and it's the black bride and it was proud with the music and everything and we didn't get it. We just got oh I'm scared. Um, oh, and then we never pick up. The people okay, at the end of the second movie. I right. was gonna say, can we talk about the elephant in the room? They set us up for a story that never that never happened. happened. Yeah. That, that kind of bothered me. And too. there was a girl in the wheelchair, just staring and, out the window. And that was the scary oh, right. and, yeah, moment was a at the end. Yeah. That so yes, I am doubly disappointed because we didn't see what was scary at the end of the second movie, and we never will because I don't think they do anything. With no, it. because yeah, <laughs> and because I was thinking about that too. That they set up this next story or tale but remember when they're going to make the sequel they were trying to decide if they were going to do a prequel go back in time yeah. or then they end up doing now i wanted for this episode to rate it on a scale of one to ten pumpkins how we each felt about it one to ten yeah one through ten yeah so like you know ten pumpkins is the best and then, and then in carve they, ten pumpkins then in uh, november we can do pumpkin pies yeah. <laughs> uh but we should also probably rank Insidious 1 and 2 as well. But uh, personally, I like this better than the second one. Mm. I agree. I So what would you rank it as? Uh, I would probably give this as... Do we need to do 10? That's an awful lot. Maybe we That's do so five. many pumpkins. What, and then do... Uh, yeah. Okay, fine, fine. If you can tell me what one pumpkin is and what 10 pumpkins T- are. 10 is 100. 9 is oh, 90. Oh, it's like a grading scale? Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So uh, I would I, w- I was thinking w- if I would give this a seven point five or an eight. Uh-huh. Um, I'd give it an eight on the scare. Yeah, I think I think I think just because the quality of the scares. Yeah. Uh, probably an eight. I think I'd give Insidious. T- well, so what would you, you you said eight, Rachel? What about you, Cassie? I'm between seven and a half and an eight because I've. I'm leaning more towards seven and a half because I've never jumped so much in a movie, right. but also it did get like. Oh, how much longer? And then I, I don't care for the monsters. Oh, you looked him up. It's not. It's bad. He's I, awful. I could do that right there now. There he's smoking, too. <laughs> uh, that that's, is really that's bad. That's really bad. Wow. Oh, my and God. And here is Darth Maul. They're the exact Darth same. Maul looks better. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got a better hairdo. That is really bad. That's really but bad. why did you... I would give you a nine if it weren't for that. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think that hurts it too because the yeah. ending was already starting to like where I'm thinking, okay, we're finding weird ways to get out of the further. It's no longer like the scariest moments. And then that last scene it's just was a, so cheesy. A and then, joke, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Maybe, do you think maybe it was supposed to be a joke? Do I you, hope not. Well, I'm just wondering because that scene in the first one became such a meme, maybe Lee was like, yeah, I'll make this a joke. Try to make it a meme scene? I it's don't still, know. I it's still not. a jump scare for people in the theater, but. I don't know. <laughs> I'd love to know what you were thinking, Lee Wannell, if you ever hear this. Well, let's see if I can find it. Yeah, hit us up. Um, and, and Rachel's doing some research, but I'm, I'm leaning more towards seven and a half pumpkins because 
I don't care for the monsters. It was scary. I jumped a lot and I screamed and shouted and yelled. But uh, and then also, um, they did a good job. Like I said, interweaving the emotional narrative with the horror movie. But I mean, if you're going to exhaust me with horror, like make it a horror movie. Because it's it's a lot to have to deal with a bunch of emotional stuff in addition to all the intense jump scares. So they did a lot. I just didn't find it as enjoyable as the second one, for example. Hmm. What, what would you rate the second one? Um, I would lean more towards eight, eight and a half. Eight, eight and a half pumpkins. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I am easily swayed by good acting, the way things look. And uh, what's his name? Patrick Wilson. He did a great job as that character, and the makeup was great. And I loved the, I loved the way it was shot. I found it really, really enjoyable. I really liked that one. What about you, Rachel? I think of all three, the second one was the least enjoyable for me. The first one I had seen. Well, I guess the first one I know well enough. But it, it worked so well when it came out. The second one, uh, for all it time, oh, we have a visitor. We have a Lee, visitor. Lee, is that you? He's coming to answer our question. <laughs> if my dog will be quiet, I'll continue my thought. No, no. Um, I enjoyed more. Let's pause it. Okay. <laughs> the wrong apartment. Um, I want to look into this first. I'm yeah. looking at an article that says they kept Tobin Bell in Saw just because of that final moment when he got up off the floor. Mm -hmm. The audience loved it so much I that that's what they wrote around. I love Isn't that. Cool that? Yeah, that's such a powerful. The audience loved it so much they kept him and made him who he was. Yeah, uh, Tobin Bell in Saw. That oh, final, oh, really? It, that is one of I the most powerful. I was just telling her that final scene, yeah. the audience loved it so much that that's, that's why, why they, they built kept him. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, because he's not in the rest mm -hmm. of the song. No, he, he is. Yeah. No, I, I, I mean, other than, like, the very end of Saw, then he's in the oh, rest right, of right, the right, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I was saying that I appreciate the second one less as a horror movie and more as I think it was really brilliant the way they did it. Written, yeah. yeah. I would probably give it seven pumpkins. Mm -hmm. Now I'm thinking maybe I want to dial back my eight on the third one, but no, I stand by my I, eight. I think the first one I'd give an eight point five. Yeah, yeah, I, I eight think point five pumpkins. <laughs> I think that eight point um, five contracts. <laughs> um, uh, shameless plug: uh, our friend Brian Condrack is going to be a guest on another podcast on our network. I'll talk in trash with Jen Nash. Yeah. Oh, I love her. Yeah, she is amazing. She's crazy. She's crazy. She's got really great opinions, and she is filthy. She's <laughs> a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, that's um, it. Uh, yeah, right. so uh, me, probably about eight, eight and a half. 8.25 pumpkins for Insidious <laughs> 1. Insidious 1. Mm -hmm. And what'd you give the second one? Uh, eight. Eight, okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, until next time. Till Insidious 4, the last key, I think. Stay scared. <laughs> 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 <laughs>